Episode 10 on Abundant After Abortion, Being Responsible for What You Didn't Know. Welcome to Abundance After Abortion. If you have had an abortion, girlfriend, you are in the right place at the right time. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and your life has purpose and meaning. And so does your little one. John 10.10 says, Christ died that we may have life and that to the full, or what other translations say, in abundance. Not to the exclusion of those who have had an abortion. So I am so glad you're tuning in. Now let's get into today's episode. All right. Hi, y'all. We are here together for episode 10. Last week, we talked about, oh, what did we talk about? <laughs> it's actually coming later, but I thought I would share now for some reason. Oh, having grace for yourself, not knowing what you didn't know. Like, you know, the phrase, well, you don't know what you don't know. And we didn't know what we didn't know. Listen to last week's episode. And I was proposing to extend grace to yourself in such a time that we didn't know what we didn't know. So if you're like, what are you talking about, Katie? Go listen to episode nine. And if you haven't, it's not necessary, but it's somewhat of a preface to episode 10 because we're talking about being responsible now for what we didn't know. So last week, having grace or not knowing what you didn't know, this week, choosing to take responsibility for what you didn't know. And how do you feel about that? Because right away, I feel like there's a lot of opposition or resistance to that idea. Like, how can I be responsible for what I didn't know? And I, it's not my fault, or like, it doesn't make sense. It seems counterintuitive. So I am here as your coach to help you create a life of abundance, a life of freedom, and not in a selfish way, but a life on your terms so that you can be fulfilled and free to pursue your dreams and not manipulated by your emotions or in bondage to your past or anything like that. And last week, we were talking about having grace for what we didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I wanted to advocate that that is no reason to beat yourself up or hate on yourself or self-sabotage in your mind. Because we could totally do that. That's where we could go is take a perfect example of not knowing what would happen after having an abortion and we have all our reasons for why we chose to have an abortion um before having it you know we came to a conclusion we made our decision go for the abortion so and we didn't know what would happen afterwards so that is no reason to hold that against yourself or use that as a reason to beat yourself up, okay? Last week, talking about having grace for what you didn't know. 
And this has been, I'm like coming right out of the gate here this week. This has been such a work in the making for me, but I've learned that if we, if I, if we want to create a result or experience something that I purpose or intend to experience, happiness, success, joy, fulfillment, fill in the blank. If I want to experience that, I have to take responsibility for where I am at right now. So being responsible for my past, which has gotten me to where I am today. Are you like, drawing a bow? Or are you like pointing an arrow at me? Are you about to throw darts at me? I can feel this already. <laughs> You're like, aim. I got my ammunition loaded. I don't like this one bit. I don't like this at all. How can I be responsible for my past for what I, it wasn't my fault or I didn't know what I didn't know. And Katie, you're telling me that I'm to blame Okay, I didn't say blame. I'm saying responsible, but we like to make that mean it's my fault. And like, that's a bad thing. It feels bad. I was super resistant to this idea that I was responsible for my failed relationship or the heartbreak I was going through or having had an abortion or being in the financial situation I was in, which was broke ass. That's what that's the kind of situation that was. <laughs> I was like, no way, Jose, that is not my fault. I am doing everything in my power to get out of this. Why would I be the cause of this? That's like purely insanity. No, absolutely not. That did not make sense in my mind. <sighs> but I have since come to an understanding and feel differently about it, which is what I'm sharing with you today. The truth is we may not have a say about certain circumstances or things that have happened in our life. So a circumstance is something outside of ourselves that is just a piece of data. It's factual information, neutral thing in the world, blue sky who the president of the United States is. It's a fact. It's data. Um, uh, I am 33 years old. That is just a circumstance. Do you get what I'm saying? Pure. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. I can't change whether the sky is blue. <laughs> so there are circumstances that we don't really have a say about, like a disease or getting sick. This is just something that's happening in the world. But let me tell you this. We always have a say in what we think about the blue sky. The fact that I have COVID, for example. I don't have COVID. <laughs> we always have a choice in what we will think about our circumstances. Me? My money was a big issue for, it seemed like forever. <laughs> um, going to the 
internship that I attended right out of high school. I was there for three years, broke AF, coming back home, going to college, renting an apartment, renting a house, buying a house, broke AF. Like that was my story for 12, 10, 10, I don't even know, years. All of my adult life, let me just put it that way. All of my adult life. Did I just tell you how old I was? (laughs) Um, But I always had the choice of what I would think about it. But I chose and truly believed I was a victim for the longest time, a victim of my financial situation. Nothing I can do about it. This is hard as all get out. Poor me. I can't find basic necessities because I don't have money and I'm working 95 jobs and it just ain't cutting it. And how do, and then I would compare, yeah, how do other people, like my coworker, she's single, she's by herself, she doesn't seem to be as broke AF as I am. It's just not fair. It doesn't make sense. So we tell ourselves a story and interpret what circumstances mean. We make them mean something in our life and even about us. Wow. Take a deep breath and think about how this applies to you in the situation of your abortion and what you have been telling yourself and what you have been thinking about the situation story you have been telling yourself and choosing to believe about the situation. It is a choice. And if you haven't written out, like, you, I would totally suggest to take a notebook, a journal, something to write out your experience of what happened, why you made the choice that you did, separate or you don't have to just like separate the facts from what you're making it mean. The story that you're putting on top of the data, the information, the circumstances. Okay, so we always have a choice in what we think about our circumstances. And this is the role that we play in creating our experience of life. So I had thoughts about my job and about my financial situation, and lo and behold, what I decided to think about those things created how I experienced that. Let me tell you, it was not fun. It was hard. It sucked really bad. Um, I felt hopeless. I was depressed. That was my experience. And I I was responsible for that. I was responsible for the way I experienced how much money I made, how many jobs I worked, my bills, the circumstances. So, you know what? I may not have had control in one moment, okay, in an instant. I may not have had control of how much money I was making or how much money I had in my possession, like this is the circumstance, this is how much money is in my bank account, et cetera, at this moment. But my attitude about that was really stinky. And this created a poor relationship with my job, with me working, working my job, and with money. So I'm using my finances to 
that was a story in my life for a long time that is like near and dear to my heart so I can speak from experience but how does this fit in regard to your abortion um okay so yeah sure me my abortion I thought I didn't have a choice I had to do this this is the only way to handle what is happening to me I didn't have a choice and so that created an experience of hopeless um, and, yeah, being victimized because it was happening to me and I didn't have a choice. But that, that was my choice to think that. I could have thought any slew of thoughts instead, but that felt the most fitting and so I went with it. And that created how I Experience and process my abortion. And that is my responsibility. I, I cannot blame or point fingers or say it's anybody else's fault except my own. Now, I did not know a lot of things. <laughs> um, where am I at? I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, like I did not know. The basics of getting pregnant, I, at 23, I didn't know, like, windows, time frames, cycles, that was so beyond me, I, and I was so new and fresh to the game, I had never been in a relationship, like, yeah, I was a virgin when I was with my ex, like, that was so new to me, I did not know a lot of things. Um, so let's bring it back to the idea of being with responsible, yeah, for what you didn't know. And if just the thought of that, ugh, let me give you a second, think about it. Think about you being responsible, taking responsibility for what you might say is not your fault. That wasn't my fault. Or I didn't know. How can I take responsibility for something I had no clue or I was ignorant, what have you? I just purely didn't know. Now you're telling me to be responsible? Ah. If the thought of that brings up resistance and the desire to deflect that possibility, that it could be your responsibility, or if the thought of that makes you want to blame others, for why you didn't know what you didn't know, and it's not your fault. Just relax. You're totally normal. It's fine. I mean, we are in the same boat. Probably a lot of other ladies are too. You are not the only one who is like resistant to this idea and trying to, maybe you're trying to argue. I did. I was. That was me, 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 me. I was arguing hardcore with my reality and I wanted to reject what was my reality. And let me tell you that causes a lot of um what's the word? Conflict? Not constriction. Yeah, it just brings about a lot of pain and suffering when we are denying what is reality. So you're totally normal and now you're aware. So bravo. You are aware that you have these feelings. 
because of what you're thinking. That's not my fault. I didn't know. I can't be responsible for, for that. It wasn't my fault. Blah, 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 blah. Now you're aware that you're having these thoughts that are making you feel, what do you feel? Like defensive or offended? Oof. So let me just say I have learned and I would love to offer this to you. I have learned to have an appreciation for things that bring up such thoughts and feelings for me to work through. Um, just the other week, it was Easter. <laughs> Last week it was Easter. And I, I was raising a sink in something that my husband had done. It just rubbed me the wrong way. I was upset. So we spent a majority of Easter Sunday, like, having hard feelings at each other. We were kind of arguing, honestly. Um, but, and so I was like, dang, relationships suck. Oh, marriage is so hard. I was frustrated. But I have grown an appreciation for such avenues, like marriage, like trying to run a business, even past trauma, past experiences that bring up these thoughts and emotions for me to work through. Think of it like a purification process. We're in relationships, we're in a marriage, whatever, what have you. Uh, if you're not married, <laughs> relationships with your parents, tell me all about it. And it brings up all of these things inside of us that rub us the wrong way, that scratch at our ego, all the things. And it is an opportunity to see why, what is going on, Katie? Where is this coming from? Why are you thinking this? There, there, honey. Let me show grace and compassion and love myself. It's okay. I see you. I hear you wanting to kick and scream and cry. Let me soothe you. And let's get to the bottom of this. Or let me just hear what's going on. So the more and more we work to get uh, forgive, to resolve, to grow, to mature, to learn from past obstacles, the more diamond-like we become. And think of it as like a qualification. The more we work through these things that prick our heart, whether we need to, like I say, forgive or resolve, make amends, I don't know, whatever it is that will have you grow and mature so that no longer, I mean, not going to be perfect. But the more we work on our character, the more eligible, if that makes sense, qualified, you will become to have more, to invite abundance into your life, to attract good things into your life. Because don't you know it, when we're all stinky, bad attitude, everything's awful, it's not the way I want it, I'm not happy. I'm a victim. It's not my fault. I didn't know. The more we play that kind of story, the we're acting like repellent for blessing, 
and abundant in our lives. We're basically shooting it down because we've got blinders on and our ammunition is loaded. It's just shoot all that down. And it's pretty much literally impossible for us to experience and create abundance and blessings and good things in our lives, in our future. And I did that for the longest time. It takes character to create results and reach goals. If you don't have character, you're going to quit. <laughs> if you don't have grit, you're not going to follow through or do what it takes. And so by golly, these things that bring up our thoughts and emotions are a chance or an opportunity to work through and see and learn, okay, what do I need to let go? What do I need to forgive? What, how, who, and I want to take responsibility for that. Uh, what else? Oh, resistance is what is an opportunity. I'm trying to read it. An opportunity. Yes, resistance to these things. So if you're like, no, Katie, I'm pretty sure you're wrong about this. I am not responsible. Don't tell me I am. It's his fault. This happened out of my control. Nothing I could do. And you're trying to justify your stance. So this resistance, what I'm talking about, is an opportunity to look in the mirror and clean off a little dirt off our face. Or we could walk away from the mirror and just leave the dirt there. Either way, it's up to you. So uh, let me make a simile. So let me paint a picture of something similar. It's like, it's like, oh, we talked about this last week too. It's like committing a sin of omission. Meaning, if I didn't know I wasn't supposed to run through a stop, a stop sign, it doesn't mean I am exempt from paying the consequence or having a consequence issued to me. So I did something that broke the law, um, immoral, what have you, sin. Okay, not it. you get it. When I do that, even unknowingly, I still have to make amends. Uh, I have to make retrib retribution for the offense. That is still on me. I can't be ignorant of that or fight to not do that. That totally makes sense, right? So as I was saying, when I was 23, I did not know much about how to get pregnant. Um, I was just new and letting this relationship take me wherever it went, doing whatever I wanted to do. And I could play the ignorant card. I totally could. I was new to the game, but um, does that mean that I shouldn't take ownership for my actions? Because I didn't know what I didn't know, and I didn't know what would happen, and then something happened. I was being irresponsible, I will say that, but now I'm at a crossroads, and you are too. We have a choice. So. What would it be like to discontinue blaming, which when we blame out circumstances, people, situations, for our um, lack in our life or our 
to our detriment in our life. When we do that, we are giving our ability to change our own life. We're giving that ability into the hands of everything and everyone outside ourselves when we blame. So we can't change anything. That's what I'm trying to say. I cannot be responsible. I can't. What's the opposite of blame, I guess? I can't blame myself for creating something good if I'm not responsible for the life that I would say I don't want to have right now, whether it's broke AF, being pregnant unplanned, having an abortion, going through heartbreak, going through a breakup, what have you. There comes a point where we would do well to decide to take responsibility because it's only at that point that we can change it. Does that make sense? If we're not responsible, there's nothing we can do about it. So what could you do in your life and in your future? Think about it. If you weren't in bondage to feelings from the past, this like pricking that comes up, the opportunity to either be purified or go through this refinement process. I'm just going to look up this verse about being purer than gold. Let's see if I can do that quick. Can I see? I can see it. The verse about purer than gold. Let's see. Oh, Psalm 1910. Uh, they are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are I'm thinking about a verse that maybe talks about being refined. Anyway, gold becomes more valuable when it is purified. And tell me how gold is purified. Gold is purified when it goes through fire. Why does it have to be that way? And we will become more pure. I won't say valuable. You're already valuable. That's not the question. But what I was talking about of better character, of more pure quality character through trials and temptations. That's another verse. Through trials and temptations, our character is developed. Only through fire. Do we get purified? Uh, so where am I at? You'd be taking responsibility so that you'd have the ability to create something different in your future. If we stop blaming and if we took responsibility even for what we didn't know, I had thoughts about it. That was up to me. That is my role. I thought, I mean, I was thinking that's my role, the thoughts that I executed regarding that circumstance. And I will be able to create something different in my future if I, it's so coach speak, but take my power back. (laughs) No more blaming. No longer. No hopeless purposeless, um, realistic, oh, I'm a realist, and this is just how it is. Look at my circumstances. 
but full of possibility and open about your future. What could happen if you were no longer struggling with these opportunities that are presenting themselves for you to be purified of, through, via, that makes sense? So this is the journey that I am inviting you on. Um, so I hold this class once a week. It's the same class, at least for now. So if you've been to it, it's the same class. If you've been to one, you've been to them all. But if you have not been to my class, it's held on Zoom. You can be anonymous. Um, it's an hour, I should say, 45 minutes to an hour. And I'm talking about lies we tell ourselves. So perhaps the story that we are believing about our abortion and what the truth is. And you know what? The truth that sets you free. So you can register. I really want to invite you to come to this class. Check it out. You can register on the website. That will be the link in the show notes. But if you are ready to make this your personal ambition, to walk through a process of purification, being open and willing to address those things that rub us the wrong way and we might say make us less than our best, I'm not my best self when I'm grumpy. I'm not my best self when I'm arguing. So I want to look in the mirror, find some dirt on my face, and clean it off and be purified so I can have a more qualified character to be available for abundance to come in my life. If this is your personal ambition, I like that. I invite you to fill out an application, which is also on my website, an application for one-to-one coaching with yours truly. We will do this work together. Six months to a year are my options. Um, Fill out that application on my website, link in the show notes, and register for class to be held next week. All right. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a beautiful creation of God. You are dearly beloved, and I love you. So I will see you next week. Hey, I am so glad you're listening to Abundant After Abortion. I've just got a favor to ask. Okay, two favors. If you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a quick five-star rating, just scroll down to the bottom of the page on your phone and tap to rate. Second, if you know someone who needs to hear a message of hope and love after having an abortion of their own, would you send this to them? I won't give you numbers or statistics, but suffice it to say there are a lot of women who have had abortions that we probably don't even know of because many of us are suffering in silence for so many reasons. We're not even open or sharing about it. Lastly, I am here to walk this journey with you. Click my milkshake link where you'll find all the ways that we can get connected. You can sign up for my freebie, deflating the stress balloon. You can join my email list. You can register for my latest webinar or sign up for a consultation so we can coach together for abundance after abortion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.